Hello and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family here in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you all for joining us today. My name is Daniel Rota and I will be your host. And with me, I have Father Ryan Moravitz. How are you doing today, Father? I'm pretty good, Daniel. It's a steamer out there today, or it's really warm. It's hot. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a scorcher. Scorcher. That was the word you used down in the office, the scorcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful day. I'm doing well. Um, we had a beautiful funer- funeral this morning and daily mass and starting to get some things packed up. And getting it. I've only got under two weeks now yeah. from the time that we're talking here right now. So Yeah. So yeah, probably only maybe one more podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And then Father Eli is going to take over maybe for that first week. Yeah. Anyways, you know it's been fun. So I mean, like I, and I think of like all the work we've done, you know, and uh, the things that we've done since bringing you even on board, Dan. You know, from just the new website and to the annual report that we've been able to put out to people, our communications has certainly amped up both in social media and via Flocknote, and certainly this podcast, um, you know, so sort of directing the mission forward um, with that foundational line of communication, because I think once you get that established, which you've done a great job in helping us do, that's where you can start to build off of that, because, you know, your lines of communication and having people checking our resources, having them both meaningful and informative, you know, um, we'll be able to communicate, you'll be able to communicate things out moving forward and stuff, so Dan, you know, I'm really proud of you and happy and I, it's something that I'm I'm proud that we did as a as a parish community um, in bringing you on board and I think it's providential that God led you here and yeah I think so too. you ended Thank up you. reaching out to Heather Heather reaching out to me and you and I had lunch over a Christmas break I think right yeah yeah um, down at Corktown and we shared a very similar vision and similar ideas and thoughts and so yeah so yeah Dan it's been uh, you I uh, you're doing a good job keep it up and Thanks for putting up with me too. I always have to tell my staff members, <laughs> "Thanks for putting up with me." Not easy. Yeah, it's uh, it was. It, it's kind of crazy because it's been. I mean, now I guess a little, a little over a year. You know, about thirteen months since I started here, and it's just crazy looking back at everything that's happened in the last year. And I'm sure even for you, thinking about the last three years. Oh, mamma mia! Yeah. And um, yeah, and just like kind of just looking back and seeing you know, where, like, where you were, where where you was. Where I was? <laughs> where I was back then? Where I was? You know, and just, just like, how, how, like, I guess for, for any of us in any of our, like, parts in our life, we can look back and see um, where we have been and kind of who we were then and how we've changed and uh, just, you know, so many things that have happened in our lives over, over time. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, good, good and bad. Yep, good and bad, and That's neutral right. maybe. And neutral. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, it, it's just it's crazy. Um, and it, it's it's good, you know. It's it's good when uh, there's times of transition like this, um, that really allow us to look back and like reflect on those, yep. reflect on the past experiences, um, for for good or for for worse sometimes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. There's, 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 there's uh, the things to rejoice in and celebrate, and then those things that we've got to heal from, and then the things that, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta let go of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's lots of, lots of elements to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, th- that's kind of what we're gonna that's talk what about. We're gonna today. talk a little bit about you. Yeah. We're walking down the hall, and you're like, "How about we talk about this?" I was like, "Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Let's do it." Um, 
So I guess before we get into anything, would you like to lead us in a prayer? Yeah. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we love you and we glorify you. We know that in your heart is um, nothing but goodness for us and that you desire to, to lead us towards, towards your loving will and towards your love and towards eternal life. And so, Father God, we come before you in your love for us today, um, and we come before you humble and weak, um, but also we come before you recognizing that we are your children, beautiful and good. And so we just ask for your, your goodness and your mercy and your love to be with us um, in this time uh, together in our, our visiting here, and just ask that you bless uh, the path forward, both in my life and where I'm headed in. Uh, in the parishes here, Lord, and for Father Eli, we just ask for your blessing upon him and staff here and all the parishes that you just continue to bless them with an abundance of love and joy and goodness and healing and and uh, continued unity and faith, hope, charity, all those things, Lord. We just, you know, um, you, you know the goodness in your heart for us, and so we we just acknowledge that and surrender to that and ask for that, Lord Jesus. You you truly come to. Uh, to lead us and to to love us through through life, you know that Lord Jesus, you you became incarnate to to join us in all that life offers, and you journeyed with your apostles and those first disciples too to show us uh, the way of following you and what that looks like. Oftentimes, so we just ask for your blessing upon our time and conversation, and invite you into it. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us. And as always, we um also Lord, we turn to your mother. So Mother Mary, you're always present with your son Jesus, we believe, eternally, and so we ha just ask for your intercession and your prayers as well. So we pray all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. You bet. All right, yeah, so today we bring forth the topic of regrets. Yeah, so that was, you know, we're walking down the hallway, and I was like, what are we talking about today, Dan? That's usually the case, right? He's like, well, we got two choices. He said, we could talk about regrets. And I was like, oh, interesting. So I was like, tell me more about that. He said, well, anytime you move or you transition in life, you know, you look back and, yeah, there's probably some regrets, right? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about it. He said, or we can talk about Peter and Paul because it was the Feast of St. Peter and Paul this week. And I said, well, we could probably talk about both of those things because Peter and Paul were people who lived with some regret or looked back and went, oh, man, what did I do, you know? And, um, but had to move forward from their mistakes or their wrongdoing or um, whatever the case may have been for them, their cowardice, et cetera. So, so yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think it's something that there's... Because regret is just a, it's a human... I think it's just, you know, a human condition a little bit. Like every, every human, we have regrets. And I think there's a lot of different voices out there with regrets. Like I've heard... You know, there's different kind of sayings like, you know, I have no regrets because of like everything that I've, I guess, done has led me to the person I am today. Or, you know, like there's a, there's a lot of like sayings or like quips and stuff out there. Um, but just uh, it, it's something that I you know everybody, everybody has regrets to some degree of like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that or I wish I would have done that. And I think specifically within the like us as kind of us as Christians, like how, how do how do we handle regrets, and like how do we move move forward with that? Yeah, because I think you know to to bounce off of that a little bit. I think that if we say like, well, I have no regrets or, uh, or something like that. Well, what have you learned then? You know, because we do learn from our 
our regrets. And I think regrets are things that, you know, they're probably different categories of regrets without like kind of maybe studying it or looking it up in the sense there's those regrets of things we didn't do. Yeah. And then there's regrets of things we did do, you know? Um, and so, uh, you know, if you, if you classified into those two, uh, there is a dynamic of like no regrets, um, I think lead us towards growth. So they do make us who we are. And it's just how do we, uh, the question is, you know, I think that we probably maybe discussed today is, well, how in the world as a Christian do I handle my regrets? You know, and how do I, how do I live with those or deal with those so that it does make me the person I am and lead me towards, yeah. towards goodness and God's love and his goodness, the goodness in God's heart for me. Because, um, you know, I, I guess I would jump to St. Paul here, maybe even in the scriptures of, um, we can't be defined by our regrets. Like, cause it's easy to, right? Mm-hmm. Like just on a human level, like it seems like easy, like people can really get down into their regrets on the opposite end of, I've got no regrets. They get stuck in their regrets. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause the regrets that, um, everything that comes with those. And so how do we as Christians move forward from those things that we regret having done or not done or, you know, the different circumstances in our lives. And yeah, certainly at a time of transition, it's, it's something to look at, right? Yeah. Um, so St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 9 through 10, he says, I am the least of the apostles. In fact, because I persecuted the church of God, I do not even deserve the name. Right? But by God's favor, I am what I am. This favor of his to me has not proved fruitless. Indeed, I have worked harder than all the others, not on my own, but through the favor of God. In any case, whether it be I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what we, you believed. So St. Paul here, right, um, he's, he says, I am the least of the apostles. So he kind of lists all the apostles in this letter to the Corinthians. He talks about all the different works that were done by the apostles, and then it comes to him, and he says, I'm the least of them. In fact, because I persecuted the church, I do not even deserve the name. So what does his regret from his persecution um, bid him, if you will? That What does it make him? Um, in this particular circumstances, he's seeing that. What What do you hear, Dan? Question. Um, what has it made Paul? What What has his regrets made him? Yeah. Humble. Yep, that's exactly right. That's exactly what I was I was thinking. Yeah. You know, it's it's given him humility. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when he was persecuting the church, you know, he was a pretty prideful guy, um, and it, what that regret of what he had done gave him right humility. Yeah. Right, and that can be a really super grace, and I don't think it's one that Paul, d- he didn't dwell in it, he didn't get stuck in it like a, a a bad humility, you know, where he was beating himself up. He was just recognizing, like, hey, I I I'm not perfect, and I was I was bad, but I've come out of that, and I'm staying humble in the midst of of this, and not going back to those prideful days, right? Yeah. So that regret, I think, that was probably in his life from having persecuted the church and killed Christians prior to his encounter with Christ you know, does lend him some humility because he's a pretty strong guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul's a, Paul's a, Paul's out there. I mean, he's really strong, but he's got humility in the midst of it, recognizing he's saved but by the grace of God. And I think we see that oftentimes in his letters and his writings. Um, and recognizing, but it's by God's favor, I, I am what I am, he says. Yeah, you know? and the, the, that was the part that really stuck out to me when you were just reading through that because, um, because when we look at our, regrets are the things that we wish we have done or wish we haven't done to think like, yeah, uh, I am what I am. Like there's like, 
if he just said that, that would be one thing. But he's like, by God's favor, I am what I am. Yep. And I think like, because if there was just the I am what I am, that that's a very like relativistic kind of like, well, you know, things happen. This this is just who I am, or at least that that's kind of how I would take that. Yep. But with the by God's favor in front of it, it's kind of like, hey, like, like I am what I am, and like he he can. He can still do good even through me. Yep. Like, so that, that that was just kind of the thing that stuck out to me in that. Yeah, I think that that's a important thing to always remember, especially if we're if we're talking regrets or dealing with regrets or thinking about regrets. It's like, well, where's God's favor still in it? How have I grown from that? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or you know, and we have to be honest. How have I digressed from maybe a regret? Yeah. Right. Because we can digress in those things too that we can look back on and. We, we have to do a good evaluation of like, you know, and I, I guess I would share it was interesting that you, you know, you brought this up because I certainly have been in reflecting in the last three years, processing my last three years and kind of going like, oof, there's some things that I kind of like, I don't know if regret was the right word, but when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, I guess I've been thinking about some of those things in my life. Because with those regrets, you can like regress and like, um, not move forward in God's grace, right? And you can kind of just fall into just continual regret and continual either not doing stuff or doing things that you shouldn't be or whatever. And, or you can take that and by the grace of God and the favor of God and the help of God and with that humility, you move forward to, to being able to become that thing that Paul speaks of. Like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not worthy, but I, the reality is, is I am what I am. <laughs> By God's favor, so to allow God's favor to move me forward, yeah. I think is a an important thing. So, it, it, did I grow from the things that I look back on and go, "Man, wish I would have handled that a lot differently"? Did I allow myself to learn from that and grow from it, from that regret, and, and allow that regret to move me to a place of greater maturity, um, greater growth, greater humility, um, or did I allow it to make me bitter, and frustrated, and down, and sad, and kind of like give up? And then, you know, that that's a whole circle into another realm of regret then, right? So where am I leading it toward? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, well, and, and that's, I, like earlier you kind of talked about, like, w- what do we do with it? Because, yeah. I, I mean, I guess even just, like, taking a couple of steps back, because, like, regret itself isn't a bad thing, right? Right. Like, and we, we kind of talked about that, but, because I think it's got a, a negative connotation to it. But it's like, regret itself, that's just, that's just, I guess, I don't know, what you say, like, an emotion or... Or what exactly, or, or whatever it is, like I guess. Re- no, I think I regret think... by itself is just a neutral thing that happens to us. What is regret? <laughs> I, it would be interesting. I mean, I. So again, I'm, I, as usual, I just speak out loud, and we'll see if you know if anybody listens to this that they would challenge it. But is regret of sort of a form of 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 justice or of right thinking? Um. You know, because regret and guilt, I mean, it's a conversation like, yeah. what's the difference between regret and guilt? Regret, guilt, shame, you know, are they, they're very, they can be kind of in the similar realms. Yeah. Because, you know, I think in justice, we have, we have to look back and go, you know what, I, I didn't do what I ought to have done there, you know? Yeah. And, um, or I, or I, I struggled to do what I ought to have done, whatever the case is. I think regret is is something that probably has some virtue in it. 
if it moves towards goodness. I mean, virtue is always towards goodness. Now, I'm not saying regret is a virtue, so like yeah. you, you can't. But like, where does it land in that dynamic of mercy and justice? Because how is regret different from guilt or shame that leads us to repentance, right, and penance and conversion of life? Um, so I think it can be actually something even of the Holy Spirit that kind of puts that in us because it, if it moves us in that direction, then we're allowing God to continue to work in the midst of our own faults, failures, or stupidities, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess we could call it just an emotion, but I don't. I think it's. I think it's deeper than that. Yeah. What do you think? I, I mean, uh, I think it makes sense, kind of it being with the kind of guilt and I guess shame, like to a certain extent. I, I think they're all when you're talking about like, well, what's the difference between those? I guess it's kind of hard to maybe pinpoint it for <laughs> just yeah, like I mean, yeah. The layman, <laughs> it was just like it's like, uh, but, um, because regret could lead me to true repentance, which is ultimately what we need to do, right? Yeah, yeah. And that repentance should lead me to like, okay, I got to change my life, yeah, or I got to change that the way maybe I handled that particular thing, right? So I look back. Uh, can I give you an example? Yeah, please. So uh, I kind of want to preface it on some levels, but I'll just so. Uh, <coughs> One of the I know one of the things that I've learned that in stressful situations and one in which I know I have to, where I feel strong about something and I know like something needs to be done, and when I receive pushback, I um, I can get excited, and I'm, I get it from my, it's a trait from my mom too, where I can then speak very strong, and sometimes that can lead me too to probably being angry or expressing myself or appearing to be angry or, you know, and, and sometimes, yeah, I am, but I haven't always, you know, I was, we were in a meeting once. Um, I was in a number of meetings actually here in my three years here where it was, it was, there's some tough conversations. And I think both because of being stressed and tired and frustrated, I didn't, I didn't act right. You know, I, I should have handled it in different situations in terms of probably what I said or how I said things to decisions I made then out of it. And I look back on that now and I regret some of those things. And I regret like, why did I act that way? Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I then make that decision? Um, and so it's really caused me like to go, okay, well, I, I can't dwell in that and just kind of get down and go like, well, geez, I, you know, I was so stupid. Well, yeah, I was stupid. And it, it has to lead me to say, I'm sorry. And then also to help me, you know, for me, it's been reflecting, like, as I step into a new assignment, too, like, how am I going to handle these situations as they, they come, you know? I don't want to continue to act in that way. You know, I, I often, like, I look at Bishop Serban, how he handled some of those stressful things, and I was in some intense meetings with him around some stuff, too, um, in terms of just decisions that needed to be made. Anyways, he always was in this place of, like, treating everybody with just such peace and love and never kind of going down that road of like frustration and anger being um, put out there, right? So I look back on that. How did I start on this, Dan? I look back on that and I look back on the regret that I feel and some of the shame that I feel from that, right? And it's moving me by the God, grace of God and to plead for God's mercy to say, you know, I'm sorry. And where I was wrong in that, 
I was wrong, you know, and I, I and there's times where you got to be strong too, because sometimes some people would be like, no, you had to be strong there, Father. I was like, yeah, but there's a difference between being strong and being maybe a, a dink, you know, or not not being very Christian-like yeah. or Christ-like. Because, I mean, Christ flips the tables over in the temple. I mean, there's certainly times where... Yeah, there's just anger. There's just anger, but I, I know for sure there were times where it was just me being frustrated and stressed and then not, you know, responding appropriately. So I look back at that, and yeah, I definitely regret some of the ways I handled some things, and a couple of the, some of the things that I then did out of that, you know, um, in terms of decisions. Then, so I'm 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 right now, for instance, as I'm transitioning, saying, Lord, give me the grace to to continue to allow you to move me forward in repentance, in penance, and in in conversion of my life, you know, and conversion of, you know, some of these things. I, I can be more virtuous, more Christ-like as I, as I step into the next chapter, you know? Yeah. So I think regret can cause us to grow a lot if we allow it to, if we look back on it and and allow ourselves to learn from it. Yeah. And then turn to God's grace and his favor for us because he's got goodness in his heart for us, Right? And move forward in that. Yeah. I mean, I I think, too, that that's something that's probably, for me, I have an easier time allowing others to move forward rather than allowing myself to move forward sometimes. Does that, does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, when somebody, like, comes to you, like, I regret, you know, saying this to you or whatever, da, da, da. It's like, you know what? I forgive you. Like, you're good. Like, move forward. But... Sometimes when it comes to myself, I, I kind of like beat myself up more than maybe others possibly would. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I, 100%. I was actually just thinking. When, uh, and sometimes that's the reverse, too. I mean, there's times sure. where I say, can you please <laughs> just forgive me? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but, I was just, just kind of thinking that. Because whether, I guess, whatever we regret, whether it's, you know, a sin or anything, you know, we like we can go to confession and get, you know, get forgiveness from God if it was, um, even if it was not maybe like a serious sin, but we hurt somebody or we said the wrong thing or said something, you know, we're in, just in frustration. You know, we can ask them for forgiveness. Um, but I feel like forgiving, like for me, forgiving myself about things, even if they're like small little things, I can just kind of let it like build up inside of me where it's this like really just like kind of blow it out of out of proportion and just like stay angry at myself and like won't let myself get over it yeah um and i think i think that's something that just like personally as we're kind of talking about this and like reflecting on it something that i think i struggle with a lot yeah it's just kind of letting the even like the like self like self-pity or i don't know like just have my own little like um I'm 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 blanking on the word right now. Kind of want to just like, like pit, pity party or pity something. pity party, or yeah. you get stuck in. I think a lot of times what we do is we can get stuck in the regret, and we can um, beat ourselves up to a point where like I'm not, I'm not worthy of you know, and, and on extremes, it's like I'm not worthy of happiness ever again, or I'm not worthy of this or that, and it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> how deep is this regret? And it depends <laughs> yeah. on the regret. Yeah. Um. You know, but yeah, I think that that's definitely a, a, a dynamic, you know. And it is. It's where does the regret lead me? And where is that, that voice, you know, in my regret? 
when it's leading you to, to, to lead you to say, I'm sorry, right? I repent and I want I want conversion in my life, right? Yeah. Like I don't intend or want to do that again, right? Um, I don't want to <laughs> yell at a, at a council meeting again, you know, like I did that time. Like, yeah. Jesus, help me. Okay, now that's that's the Holy Spirit. Where if, if I find myself in the regret of, boy, you're such an idiot, you know, you, you, you can't do that again, and you're not, you're not going to be capable of it because look at what you did, you know, last time, or look at what you did then. And, you know, you, you're, not, you're not worthy, you're not capable. Um, boy, what a loser you are, right? And why don't you just give up or whatever, you know? That, that, when regret leads that way, that's the devil speaking into the regret. And that's the one where you've got to move that away and say, no, I recognize I was wrong. I'm sorry, and I, I'm moving forward with the Lord wherever that leads, right? And that's that's like the humility that we're talking about right. with Paul. Yep. Is is being able to, in a sense, just not focus on us and have the, oh, I'm I'm so bad or this or whatever. It's just like, no, like, like you know, I shouldn't have done that, but like, and then like looking at the Lord with that, right? Yep. Big time. Yep. And because you can even see that looking at Peter, right? Um, and I guess even specifically, like, we, um, there's a lot of, um, like, I've heard people talk about what's the difference between Peter and Judas. It's like they both denied Christ. but Both had regret and shame in it. Yep, but Peter re- repented in that, and he was, he had humility, whereas Judas just was, like, kind of went turned to, like, that self-pity and that, like, despair. And despair, yeah. Yeah, and that's the big difference, right? It's like, don't, for those of you out there, like, if you've got deep regret in your life, yeah, move, you know, it's easier said than done, but God loves you, even if you don't think God loves you. God loves you and wants to lead you, right, towards healing and repentance, right, and, and conversion of life to restore, you know, and to bring you forward. Um, so, and that's what he does with Peter, right? That's the beautiful thing about Peter. Yeah. Like he does. He that's the way that God loves us in the midst of our regret is that he comes to us and says, "Hey, I still love you. Do you love me still?" And we have to answer that question, right? He comes to Peter. Peter, do you love me? He gives a chance for Peter to recommit and say, "Yes, I love you." "Do you love me?" "Yes, I love you." "Do you love me?" "Yes, I love you, Lord," right? And then he sends him out on a mission. It's fine. Good. Go feed my lambs. Okay? I, I know you denied, denied, denied. But God wants to give us the chance to reverse it, right? And to, to bring that about. And so, yes. Yes, I love you. Yes, I love you. Yes, I love you. Yeah? Um, that's the way that God's love works. It, it does call us to, like, a repentance and a conversion and a, uh, an action that makes that happen, too, I think. You know, that's what he does with Peter. I was, you know what, you know what it makes me think of? I was listening to a talk on the rosary um, maybe two weeks ago. And so it's this priest that's talking about like all the, like the history of the rosary and the power of the rosary. Um, and and um, so he's just telling stories about the rosary that are just awesome. Um, it was, it was, um, it wasn't Our Lady of the Rosary. What was it? There was something I was preparing. Anyways. So he's, he's talking, he's telling these stories. So he says, he had a good friend. This priest says, you know, I had a really, really good friend who was struggling with pornography in his life, okay? And he had all these regrets from it, but he was struggling with it. 
And in prayer, he continued to hear God say, pray the rosary. And once you pray a rosary for every time you've committed that sin with pornography, right? Every time that you say, say the rosary, yeah, it will heal. And <laughs> the priest jokes, like he said, yeah, he had to pray the rosary like every day for a number of years before like it was this full reversal in his life where that was no longer a struggle, okay? So like I think that, you know, so I think of Peter and I think of hearing that story of the, of the rosary, like sometimes God gives us, I think of like what kind of penances do I give in the <laughs> confessional too because God really does. He's like, okay, I'm giving you this chance, but it's got to be a full reversal and you've, you've got to go after it and, and, and fight for it. And uh, that can be the tough thing is sometimes fighting for it, you know? Um, and so God works that way. And I think, you know, in that guy's life, he probably worked that way. Like, hey, okay, let's, let's, let's reverse this so you don't have to live in regret and shame. Let's reverse it through prayer and allow yourself to do an, an act of virtue, praying the rosary, right, in honor of the Blessed Virgin, to to make a penance for the this, this sin that you've struggled with in your life. And, it, you know, he, he shared how this guy's life is completely different now, you know? Um, and so I think that that's those dynamics of, like, well, how is God inviting us to to move from the regret and into newness of life? Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, that's great. Because, yeah, I think, um, so yeah. I think, too, like, I think in my life, you know, when I've regretted, like, maybe what I've said or something. And my mom taught us this, I, I feel, in a big way. Like, she, she modeled this without us even really maybe realizing what it, how important it would be later in life was, you know, you got to go back to people and say, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't have said that or done that or, you know, acted that way or whatever. And, and we, have to, we have to have that humility to be able to do that. It's just like Peter going back to the Lord and saying, yeah, you know. I love you, I love you, I love you. And Peter goes forward and he, he really doesn't reject the Lord ever again or deny the Lord, you know. He walks forward in the Holy Spirit in a big way. So um, he still had his struggles and stuff. But but yeah, I think that that's a, those are some of those factors of like, how do I reverse the regret? Make it right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, easier said than done, but make it right. This is uh, kind of... A random offshoot of this but I think it's cool how for anything that we're kind of struggling with in our lives today like there's pretty much a like a story in the Bible oh yeah and in scripture of of what we're going through even though that was like 2000 3000 years ago like no matter what like we can look into like Old Testament and New Testament yeah and there's people going through the same things that we're going through today. Yeah. I mean, completely. I mean, you look at everything from, you know, like pandemics and like sicknesses and plagues, right? And how people had to deal with those things to regret and shame and sin. Like all that is through the scriptures, right? To this beautiful action that God continually over and over and again brings people around to, you know, he wants them to come around you know, back to the promised land, back to the promised land kind of a thing. Um, ultimately, that symbol of eternal life. Because um, he walks, the scriptures are full of people that are just loaded with all these human things. And human beings are human beings, you know. It, it is amazing that we haven't changed much since, you know, yeah. 
It's like Adam and Eve, Moses. I mean, any of them. I mean, you go Abraham, King David, Elijah, Jeremiah. You look at all of them. Amos. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the the world's changed, and the way that we kind of interact with it has changed. But we're the exact same people. On the raw, people are people. You yeah. know, and yeah, I mean, because you even look at wars and how people treated each people. You know, from violence. Oh man, the violence through history. You know. And yeah, the ways that it's maybe done now are same ways people back then would have done if they had the resources that they have now to yeah. you know, incur violence on people, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's that question of like, well, what am I going to do with, you know, from this day forward? I think this is one of the ways to look at regret or even change and, you know, transformation or, you know, chapters changing in our lives. From this day forward, I, like Paul, want to live by the grace of God. And, um, and strive in that, you know? Um, and then it's, yeah, then you, then you have to, <laughs> you know, that's what it comes down to and, uh, make the next chapter even better. You know, I think that's an important factor. So that's a big topic, Dan. Jeez, oh man. Yeah, I know. Mamma mia. <laughs> well, um, hopefully, you know, it resonates with, you know, uh, if there's someone out there who's like, yeah, I really needed to hear this today, you know. Yeah, that's the hope, right? Which is, which is, which is why, you know. Yeah. That's the why. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, I keep coming back to that conversion part. It's so important. Otherwise, we get stuck in regret. Like, if I continue to be a jerk at meetings, and not that I'm so. If any of you have been at meetings, well, with he's me, a huge jerk I, at I, meetings. <laughs> I'm usually <laughs> really not, right? <laughs> but I can get fired up sometimes. Sometimes because I had too much coffee, <laughs> and sometimes because I'm stressed or tired or whatever. But and, I mean, those are all just. To, I know that those are factors into how I respond or react to things. Yeah. Um. If I continue in that and don't like, kind of allow myself the regret or like the allow that regret to kind of move me to go, hey, you know, Ryan, you need to shape up here and let the Holy Spirit talk in that. Then yeah, I'm gonna. You'll remain in a state of regret. And that's for anything in your life. Like you're gonna st- remain in a state of regret. You got to move forward and past, l- or really start to work on the things that you're maybe struggling with. If that means you get you got a hot temper at a meeting, look at your life and say what's probably causing the hot temper. You know, um, and as if I'm working on that, then I'm not gonna get stuck in regret. If I'm not, then I'm just gonna continually just at meeting after meeting probably live in regret. <laughs> you know, so. I think for me that, yeah, it's probably a repetition of what I've already said as usual, but that's a, that's the biggest thing about regret in your life, folks, you know? You allow the regret to move you towards growth, maturing, you know, conversion, grace. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah. You know, th- you think of the regret of, like, things you didn't do, you know? So, like, you know, I, and and I do trust, like, you know, there's things, like, I think that I I had in my heart, like, when I got here to Duluth, for instance, that I, I was really like, well, I'd really love to do that because it would be good for me or it would be good, and I, I, I'm not maybe doing that right now in my life. And I, so I, I do look back and go, well, maybe it just wasn't in the cards for me, but maybe it was and I just didn't do it. You know, yeah. so sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, well, maybe that just wasn't God's will for me, and then other times I'm like, 
maybe that wasn't God's will for me, but I just didn't do it. And I need to kind of say I'm sorry for that and and pray for graces to be poured out where they maybe weren't because I didn't act. So one of those things, for instance, like I, when I got here, I was just like, I really want to get involved with, you know, serving the poor. And, and, and I just felt a call to just be downtown and, and serving the poor in some way down there. And I talked to a couple of people and started to learn a little bit. And I just got caught up in everything going on. And, you know, that's kind of always been there whenever I'm downtown, too. I just like I just want to pull my car over and walk around and talk to people, you know, and go buy them a cup of coffee or something, you know, especially in the winter. Like, you know, like I, I still feel like that was something that I should have done, could have done, but didn't. And uh, I think when I realized I was m- leaving Duluth, it was like, boy, you, you, you know, you never did do that. And, you know, and I I think in my mind, you know, because I think this is where your, your mind can race to, is like, and that there might be some truth in it where it can lead towards repentance, is like, um, I probably missed out on helping some souls. And um, that makes me sad and makes me sort of, like I feel a deep regret in that, like, well, what if I missed the boat on that now? I have no idea whether I did or not, but what it does cause me to say is, Lord, I'm sorry if that if I if that was really what you desired for me and with me, and I, I didn't. I am sorry, and I pray for anybody that you desired for me to touch um, and to, to, to pray with, to listen to. I just pray for them and just ask for your blessing upon them, and I'm sorry that I, I, didn't, I didn't do what I was in my heart, you know? Yeah. So I think that some of those regrets, too, that that level of regret can run through at least my heart and mind. Um, sort of the missed opportunity or the missed things that probably God was asking of you. See that a little bit in some of the lives of the saints and some of the mystics. They talk about some of those things, like things that were in the heart of God and people didn't do. Um, and then, you know, you think of missing like a vocation, for instance, on a big scale. like but yeah. You know, that's that gets weighty for me sometimes. But it also is then, okay, what do I do with that? I turn to the Lord and say, I'm sorry, you know. Um, I was, I was, because I've been, it's funny you brought this up because I've been reflecting on some of this because there was a story I heard too. I was in the car listening, listening to the YouTube talks and sometimes just let talks go one after another. And I think, that particular rosary talk even that I, I shared about like popped up in the midst of just wanting to listen to some history and talks on the rosary. But there was another talk that came up in the car a few weeks ago, and it was uh, a brother that was really close with St. Padre Pio. And he he died, came back to life. So he died. They were like, Padre Pio, you got to go. Padre Pio went there, prayed. The man came back to life. The brother did, okay? And so... He shared, and he lived another, like, 40 years, 50 years or whatever. And he shared um, that he had an experience of seeing, um, sort of in his personal judgment, what God desired for his life and how different it was because of the things he did or didn't do that were not in line with God, God's will. And so it was a... It was a nun telling the story too, and it was, she was telling us she was talking about second chances, like God gives second chances, you know. And so, this brother lived the rest of his life truly 
wanting to walk in God's will. <laughs> um, with this regret that the first part of his life, he missed out on these things that were in the heart of God for him and couldn't, could never be reversed, you know? And, uh, that's yep. like That's like some deep, heavy regret, right? But there was also this redemptive story of, but you have to move forward because God still loves you. God still wants to save you. And there's still goodness in God's heart for you. And he still wants to do things for you, with you, etc. Um, to lead towards goodness. And there's still things in the heart of God for you. <laughs> right? Um, so, like, I think on that, and that's all mystery. I mean, that's all, like, speculative theology, I would even say, and, and stuff like that. But it's, it also caused me to step back and go, like, oh, man. You know? I just think of, like, because you can go to these extremes in your head sometimes, I think, or at least I can, you know, like, oh, you know, what if God is really calling me to serve the poor in an amazing way and really desired that for me and I just missed the boat? <laughs> yeah. You know, and th- now, okay, that makes my heart heavy right now. That can get me really down. Like, so this is the thing about regret, right? Like, you start thinking in these ways and you can get... And you can get sad and depressed or despair. Like, I mean, you know, you can get all those things. That's where you got to take that deep breath, I think, and, and, you know, say, Lord, I know you love me, though, and I trust in that, and I desire to walk with you and in you, you know, and so please, please, please help me, you know, to give me the grace to to do good, avoid evil, and to walk in your way uh, despite my past. Yeah, and just kind of, like, surrender that. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the, yeah, you totally have to surrender that. I think one of the, you know, my my brain's just running now too of like, I think of some people in my life who had big conversions too. And I think on all different sorts of levels, like even like big conversions in the midst of like trying to live the Christian life, right? And then there's these others that have had big conversions to Christianity, right? To Catholicism. Um, So there's various stories of it, but the, the freedom that's experienced on the other side of it, once they just let it go and allow God to move them forward and where he desires for them to walk now and how to use them. Um, kind of like, you know, I think back to Peter and Paul. You know, they were like that. You know, Peter's walking with the Lord, and then he completely just throws the Lord on the cross. Yeah. Just completely walks away, denies, chickens out, and literally lets the Lord go to the cross with, without his presence, without helping him. Just throws him on the cross, right? But Jesus comes back and then he says, now go. And Peter's able to probably minister to people, you know, through that, right? Um, I've often shared about my cousin, you know, my cousin, I've got a cousin in particular, like she's just, she just had such a beautiful conversion and I think she still deals with regret. Like, and she's still healing from some of the, the sins of her past. But she's walking in the Lord now and she's getting graces in her life. Because she's decided, I'm going to, from this point forward, walk with the Lord in the ways of the Lord. And that's that's allowing that, you know, the grace to enter into it, I think. So, yeah. Oof. Oof, Dan. Mamma mia. Good. Well, um, well yeah, I mean, I guess if, if you guys have thoughts. Call Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call I'm me. packing. Call Let's Dan. talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> Father's busy. He doesn't have time for you. We're just opening up like a whole load of stuff for Father Eli. Like people are gonna be calling Father. I yeah. need. I need a two-hour meeting. I have all these regrets yeah. in my life. Just Day one. Call him. Call him. Set up a meeting. <laughs> Go to him. Talk to him. 
But, all right, well, we're already getting on, so we're at we're at forty five minutes. We're good. At, we're we're good at this. I wonder if Father so. Eli's going to be able to talk this long. <laughs> <laughs> Something says no. <laughs> Something in me says no. <laughs> or n- not that he can't. He's more but concise, and he probably yeah. won't. He, he, I don't think he's an external <laughs> processor like I am. You got me thinking, and then I start thinking aloud. So, uh, well, this is good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, you're welcome. You know, yeah. I think I mean, think uh, throughout all these podcasts, I, I don't. This is like 43, maybe. Is it really? I don't. Uh, maybe, maybe that's wrong. But people it's, still listening. It's right around there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're just. Maybe we're just talking. I haven't looked at. It. I haven't looked for, in a while to see what kind of listens we're getting. I know uh, people bring it up every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't actually looked recently, but um, when but, Father Eli gets here, you're gonna have to start plugging it on Facebook and stuff, like direct people to it. So they, anyways, I'm not gonna tell yeah. you what to do, Dan. I'm not your boss anymore. <laughs> a couple more weeks. Yeah. But regardless, thank you for for your your wisdom and you know sharing, uh, sharing with uh, with. The parishioners and yeah, anyway, yeah. anyone else who, who who listens from afar, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I think we're all very very grateful for for you and everything you've done here the last three years, even though I've been only been here for one year. Um, so yeah, thank you on behalf of you're welcome of everyone, and um, yeah, we will, uh, you know, I guess we'll see you all next week for maybe a final podcast with Father Ryan. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Probably probably gonna be. So, all right. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thank you, Father. Okay, may God bless you and may Jesus Christ be praised.